Hello, welcome to Gas It Out. Uh, I might cut that first bit out for those of uh, you who've been listening to the audio podcast. If you are listening to the audio podcast, what a little bit of intrigue there for you. So go and watch uh, what we do on YouTube, but still download the audio podcast because uh, you listen to it while you're driving. I know I listen to it while I'm driving. All the time. I, I listen to it when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I listen to your bit. Yeah, I get just your my bit cut out yeah, so yeah. I can. Uh, yeah, we are doing another top five in five because, uh, as you can see, uh, we are here at Triumph. We're ahead of the San Marino Grand Prix in MotoGP. We're just following on from the back-to-back races in World Superbikes at Aragon. Uh, lots for us to talk about, but we thought uh, instead of getting a guest in, because you know nobody enjoys those long-form interviews, do they? No. no, that's the whole shtick of the podcast. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone loves those, but um, it's trying to get someone to do it at Friday lunchtime here is just almost impossible. So anyway, uh, we are going to give you another top five in five. We have got the top five subjects in motorcycle racing around the world at the moment. We're going to give five minutes on each, bit of chance for any other business. As always, we'd love your comments. We want your debates. Any questions you've got for us, remember at Neil Hudson 100 on yep. Twitter. At Gavin Emmett is uh, my Twitter handle. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and don't forget, you can go to the Gas It Out website. It's gasitout.podbean.com. That's where you find all the back catalogue of podcasts. It's on Facebook and we're on YouTube as well. Right, let's crack on uh, with our top five in five. Have we not got a winner? From oh God, yeah, I meant to say, from yeah. The, from the last one. So, so we, we are in Triumph and they gave us a bit of uh, Moto2 gear. Uh, and we asked you all to retweet the last episode with hashtag Hopper. And loads of you did. I thought I was so confused by it. It worked. But it did work and I saw all of you retweeting and it's great. And we got great feedback from all of you about the Hopper one. So thank you. And thanks to John again, because he yeah, was brilliant. It was he? a good one. Uh, so, and... I swear, what we did, we just went through Twitter, so you can actually see, of everyone who had, who had gone through, right? And we went, and I went, uh, and we were scrolling through all the different ones, and I said, stop. Yeah. And we landed on one, and our winner, uh, which has just gone off the screen, because it was at NeilCuth66. So NeilCuth66, he retweeted uh, the last episode. So Neil, get in touch with me on Twitter, and we will get some gear sent out to you. Yeah. That's quite cool. So cheers for that. Cheers everyone else who took part. We're going to do the we'll same do another again. One. Yeah. We'll do another one. Do another one after this one. Yeah, we've got some, we've still got more some gear. Yeah. Tri- triumph gear. All right. Okay. Well, what we're going to do? Uh, hashtag top five in five. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag top five in five. Retweet with uh, this episode on Twitter or on Facebook as well. I saw some people did it on Facebook too. We will take you into consideration. Don't you worry about it. And uh, yeah, we've got some more triumph gear that we'll we'll. Throw out to you. Let's speak to the people at Triumph today. I'll just nick something. <laughs> we are working in the gift shop. You can't nick something from in we here. We are working it's in the gift shop. It's, it's funny. It's so tempting not to steal something, but there's so much cool Triumph is, gear around it. All the time you're like, oh my God, that's a cool t-shirt. They've just got it right, haven't they? Yeah, Whoever's yeah. designed it. It is, it's it is spot on. Cool. It's right. We need some gas it out ones. Just replace Triumph. With like the in the, in, With the logo. Yeah. It's gas it Same out. font and everything. Yeah. Can we just absolutely rip off all their branding and stuff like that? Yeah, we should do. Uh, definitely. Right, our top five in five. Right, go on. Uh, so many things to talk about uh, at the moment in, in well, the world so much, of There's so much racing. racing going on, isn't there, yeah. every weekend, I mean, obviously. We've got, one of the things is, is nine racing in 11 weeks, but we'll get to that in a second in MotoGP. But, yeah, BSB going mm. on at the moment. So much to talk about there. World Superbikes having back-to-back races. 
so many things going on in the world of MotoGP. Uh, and then actually that is our, our first five from the top five. Uh, and amazingly, it is our, our number five, but it's the big unknown uh, about MotoGP. We've had four different winners in five races. The top seven are covered by 25 points. The question of the top five is, who on earth is going to win, win MotoGP it. Championship? I'll start the clock. Right. Who's going to win? Well, it's wide open, obviously. That's stating the obvious. So there's 25 points covering the top seven, like you just said. There's 26 covering the top eight. And I think it's 28 it covering is? the top nine. Right. Down to Takanakagawa. Right. So, who, who, let's go through the favourites quickly. Quattararo. Leading the championship by three points from yeah. Dovi. Um, Dovi, Vignales. You'd say they're your three favourites. Right. You'd say, you'd have to say, probably one of those three are going to win. Right, okay. But in fourth in the championship, then you have Brad Binder on the KTM. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that Yamaha have got their engine issues. They're already on four for Quattararo. Mm. Maverick's on five. He's had to go back to his original engines that blew up at the first round. That, that looks like they're dialing down the power. Uh, Ducati have the tyre issues. Don't know how that's going to evolve. Honda have no Mark Marquez. Mm. Suzuki have had their injury issues and a bit behind. Still think Suzuki's a good shout. Yeah. But KTM have the most sorted bike and have seven engines. Yeah. But you can't say, you, you know, sitting here, are we going to say KTM is going to win this championship? No, I think none of us believe that is possible. Well, like, no, sorry, we believe it's possible. It's possible, but you, but you, you wouldn't, wouldn't bet, bet on it. it. Yeah. So, so I, I'm going to have to rule the KTM boys out. Suzuki's, let's quickly look at Suzuki's wins and Mia. Mia was stunning at the last race, should have won it. And actually, his three results this year have all been top fives. Yeah. And just looks right, doesn't he? Mm. You know, obviously, he's in his second year of MotoGP. He fits well with that team. He's Signed another contract. Two-year deal. So he's got that in the bag. So there's no pressure on him to perform this weekend to try and sort a deal out. Mm. That's all sorted. He, I'd have to push him up into those so that we've got the, the, the three favourites we've mentioned I'm going to put Mia in so who there who are you taking out? no no one alright okay no. so you're making four so now so there's four now right. Rins I'm not counting right. Rins is not I'm not putting him you couldn't go on a charge no. I mean he should have won in the first one in no. Austria no and why the reason that? why is because the psychology of racing I talk about it all the time all of a sudden now Mia is the man at Suzuki right, okay. and I feel like that, that is going to affect Rins he's just being pushed out ever so slightly I'm not saying he's going to now start riding terrible just Rins is the man um, Mia is the man and he still has an, an arm injury to manage yeah. through nine races in 11 yeah. weeks coming up okay. so, so I'm not counting him so they're the four people so who out of those four are going to win well Dove I'm going to say he's going to retire at the end of the year I think right that's one of the uh, other top five and five subjects. Oh, right. Don't ruin it, yeah? I think he's going to retire <laughs> at the end of the year. I think he's already made that mental switch in his brain that he's going to retire. And for that reason, I don't think he's going to win this year. Ooh. So, yeah. between the two, two Yamahas. So then we've got, yeah, Quattararo. So we're down this to... Is when you've got, you got two minutes left. Yeah, so now we're down to three. So, Vignales isn't going to win it because he's too inconsistent. He's the pre-season world champion, he's fast for a lap, and he's fast over some races, but he's inconsistent. So it's between two. I'm going between Quattararo and Mia. Really? Yeah. And which one then? I'm going to have to go with Quattararo, because he's clearly the favourite, he's a championship leader. And going into Mizano, place he battled Mark for the win last year, yeah. you could see him doing it twice, and yeah. then having that boost and, and exactly. that you know, bounce going in there, but they hate Barcelona. The, the yeah, Yamaha's that's true. They have done over the that's years. That's true, but I'm, I'm going... 
All the other riders are saying Dovi. Dovi's saying, oh, he's too circumspect about that kind of thing. He's too savvy, isn't he, to, yeah. to put to get himself drawn in into going, He's got yeah. to think consistency-wise, Dovi's got to be your man because he's done it second over the last three years. Um, I would personally still go with Dovi. Okay. So you're saying... I'm going to go Quattararo, you're going to go Dovi. Should I have a bet on it? What do you want to bet? Let's make it worthwhile. Should I have £100? Oh, 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 uh, triumph cap. Should I have £100? Let's I don't have, a... have £100. Pounds. <laughs> let's have a proper bet. Let's have £100 quid on it. £5. Pounds. People are watching, let's have £100 on it. You're absolutely weird. It's not £100. Pounds. Come on. If I have £100, pounds, <laughs> yeah. I'm going out. I'm it's nearly it. sweating. Just look at his forehead. Nearly sweating. Look at the arms. Yeah. £100. I'll give you £20. Let's have £100 on £25. it. £25. For God's sake, just put your money where your mouth is. Come on. Let's make it interesting. What do you think, people at home? Could you sub me? Could you all come on? You could idiot. you all like crowdfund? He gets paid a fortune off BT. Come on, <laughs> let's have fifty quid in it then. Fifty quid. All come right. Oh, <laughs> just got that in. Uh, right. Yeah. Remember this episode. Yeah, remember it. Okay. So I'm saying at this point, Dovi. For me, it's for consistency. Yep. You know he's always going to bring the bike home. Can't argue with that. But the tyre's going to work for Quattararo. It's all new to him. Yep. Is the pressure going to tell? Yeah. Yeah. There's all these things. Mark Marcus isn't going to win it, and he isn't in our top five in five. Uh, who's got his his right arm in a yeah, whatever in a cast it is, never anything like that. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like yeah, a Robo bionic, full bionic arm. Oh, there we are. Right, so that's our five minutes up. Uh, so many of you complained about the fact they had the alarm going off last time. That I switched the alarm off. All right, you get your wish. You get your wish. Uh, right, next up in our five in five. I enjoyed that first one. I did, but I yeah. feel like we covered loads of the other subjects okay, in it. Sorry. Uh, okay, uh, so that was uh, that. So. The next one is, and this is pretty much um, part of the same subject. Next subject is nine races in 11 weeks. Yeah. Um, we've got Mazzano this weekend with a back-to-back. Fans coming in for mm. the first time. But that nine races in 11 weeks, how hard is it? Uh, so many people are talking about, wow, I've, the amount of times I've seen people talking about it on Twitter. So I want to know, doing that, how hard is it on the riders and on the teams? Mm. Go. Well, first... Of all, it's it's hard on the riders. Okay, you can't pick up an injury. Swanning around in your motorhome, Let, like just, being flown hang on, from hang on, pillar hang to on, post. Hang on, hang on. Right, so it's all in Europe. So it's not that's you know you're not having time change difference yep. that you would normally experience. So that side of it's easier, but it's going to be difficult on the riders. The main reason being is you can't afford to pick up an injury mm. because of like you say nine races in eleven weekends. So that that's number one. But for me, I look at the whole paddock and I think about the mechanics I mean the riders like you you sort of sarcastically say no it's easy for the riders it sort of is imagine for the mechanics how hard that is and it's and and bear in mind your mechanic in your garages your crews they're not just um, spannering no, they're also setting up a pit box. They're yeah, breaking yeah. down a pit box. They're rebuilding bikes until midnight on Saturday because yeah. your riders chucked it down the road. You're not getting enough sleep. You're getting in before anyone else early because you've got to get the bike, make sure it's ready, prepped, warmed up, b- brakes bled, everything, you know, all these yeah. sorts of Can things. Can you imagine the hours work, the mechanics, or oh, the team, you know, behind the scenes people of the teams will work over the, the next 11 It's not weeks. nine to five. Not, you know, And in a race that. week, it is... A lot of them are driving the trucks from and one race to the next. I'd say this, minimum then, I'd say, for like a lot of the team members, it's a 12-hour day. Minimum. That's absolutely they will be there at 7 and they'll leave the track at 7. Physical. Minimum. Physical work. Yeah. So that's... I'm, I'm concerned about that. 
I'm, I'm also, this might sound... You don't want any mistakes made. Well, there's, there's, there's that, but also, um, you might think, oh, stop talking about that, it's a load of crap. But like people's relationships, you know, yeah, people yeah, have yeah. got lives, they've got kids, they've got wives, and all of a sudden you're away for all that time. It's bloody difficult, but yeah. I think we all appreciate that, obviously... We, everyone knows why we're doing it and everyone's yeah. appreciative I mean, that so there many, is a championship. So many people saying, oh, it's just a European championship, shouldn't even be a world championship. We're doing this. This is happening for a reason. Um, but it might be a taste of things to come mm. because we're talking about 20 races. It's supposed to be this year. We're talking about them almost certainly next year, but who knows what's going to happen. In 2022, we're talking about 21, maybe 22. What, uh, well, we've still got two and a half minutes left. What is the story on next year's calendar? No, I have no idea, and I don't think anybody knows. I've been trying so hard to get the information, I think. So the only thing that I understood about uh, the 2021 calendar from people that I've spoken to is they're going to try and maybe top load it with European races. Makes sense. Um, because they yeah. know they can control they can things. Do it. But yeah. they, what they have shown, and I will give Dorna credit, uh, I think we all have to. We've got racing this year, mm. and it's been controlled well. Very well. Um, you know, in terms of managing people coming in and out of the paddock, that is another one of our subjects here for, for the top five. Um, so we might get into the coronavirus thing a bit later on. But they've done a really good job. But they've actually shown that they can run a championship mm. and run it safely, mm. relatively. Yeah, you know, yeah. Compared yeah, to, absolutely. if you look at what's going on outside the racetracks in terms of spikes and waves, whatever you want to, whether you believe in what it does or whatever, um, Inside the paddock, generally people have stayed healthy. And if they haven't been healthy, they've not been allowed in. So that's got to be positive. So then next year, they can take that to Australia or they can take that to, yeah. to wherever yeah. and say, look, this is how we can do things. And that can well. give them confidence. Sorry. That can give them confidence, can't it? Yeah. You know, to go, oh, yeah, fair enough. Qatar. Can we come to you? We can, and I think Qatar might happen actually at the start of the I year thought in the that. same way. I thought Qatar could st- it's start. It's quite a off. hermetically sealed place anyway. And actually, not a lot of fans that they have to keep out. That's true. I never thought that as well. Thailand was going to be the second one anyway, so that I, could, I, could I find that, that harder right. because of how popular it is and how chaotic it would be. Mm. Personally, I, I do find that, and also there's a lot to be said around the 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 the. Um, the tracks themselves, how they're able to cope with it, how they're able to, mm. to deal with that. But I, that's all I know about the calendar in the future. Right. But nine races in 11 weeks possibly is something they'll have to get used to in the future. Yeah, because they could even, I'd thought this, they could delay the start of the season if there's still a bit of uncertainty and start, let's say, in April, at the end I've of got, April. I've got a feeling they will go early. Right. I've got a feeling they won't want to do too much testing and want yeah. to start early just in case. Just in case, yeah. And, yeah. and try and top load it and get some herefs. Yeah. Hereth has happened in the end of March, beginning of April before, and it can. Cause yeah, well, it, it actually could happen in February if, it, if they needed yeah. it to. Well, they test they're there, testing they're, there. So it's, I mean, it is, it is still chilly, as we all know there, but it's better than... Mm. You wouldn't go to Silverstone or Finland in February at all, no. would you? That sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a tough, tall order for everyone in the paddock. We do feel for everyone who's in the paddock who's got all that uh, yeah, hard tough. work ahead of them. We're, we are not travelling, we're here commentating. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's not something that we're going to worry about. No, we're like very lucky. Else. That's five minutes. That's five minutes. That's all. That's all. It's already go up and done. I love uh, Winnie the Pooch. That's uh, Gav's dog. He's got his... his screensaver on his phone look how cute that is little Winnie the Pooh she's an absolute little beast Uh, right our third okay number three in the top five is the world of superbikes and world superbikes and back to back races in Aragon and um, BSB and well we'll talk about I think I might leave BSB to go out but world superbikes 
I'm really enjoying it. We oh. all expected it at the start of the year. But we it's hoped. Been a bit, we did hope. Yeah. And, uh, it's back, isn't it? It is, and it's been a bit of a seesaw. And that's exactly what you want. I don't care if Johnny Ray's winning. A lot of people will say, oh, but yeah, but Johnny's winning. I do not care. When he's riding like he did, yeah. as, he, as he had to do, he was forced to do in Aragon. Credit to um, Michael Ruben Rinaldi, credit mm. to Scott Redding, mm. credit to Alvaro Bautista and all these, Chaz Davis as well. Yeah. But Johnny, is, he's being forced to take it to an even another level, isn't he? Mm. It's back, isn't it, though? I just genuinely feel like World Superbike's back. I don't know what you feel like at home. It's... It's how I remember World Superbikes, where you're not too sure who's going to win. Yeah. I think, and it, I, do, I do feel sorry for Johnny, because he's the, you know, the man who's that made it boring, but it's only because he's been so but good. But just look at how hard he was having oh, to ride in Aragon. God. When you're seeing him pitching the oh. bike into corners and him making all turn, kinds of shapes. Turn one at Aragon and turn 12 is a downhill off camber corner. They were one... One of the races, I think it was the, the last race, he was going to turn, the front was doing well, this. Turn 12 is a ridiculous corner anyway, because you're coming through 10 and 11, and yeah, it's all, all on angle, accelerating yeah. all the way through. And then you're stopping for quite a bus stop mm. section, the way that, that um, in behind the wall there. But there's some of the shapes he was oh, getting into. And, and because, obviously, I manage Alex Laws, I know a lot about that Kawasaki, so I know what's going on behind the scenes. And I'm not giving away any secret information. What I mean is... It's not easy to ride. No. You know, Alex has got a lot of experience. He rode for Suzuki, Yamaha, in World Superbikes. He finished third in the world last year. He knows what he's doing. And he says, I look at Johnny's data, and he said, some of the things he does, he's still, Alex is still trying to mm. do, do it. But, Emulate them, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. And, and, and things that Johnny does, Alex doesn't know how he gets away with it. Mm. You know, the amount of brake pressure he can have with the bike on angle without using loads of rear brake, which you would normally think to help, you know, take weight off the front. Um, I, th I think it's fair to say we're all a little bit, or I am, I'll say it, in awe of Johnny Ray. We, we talked about this, yeah. didn't we, about an hour ago. I, I genuinely believe now, if we look at the best riders in the world, of, of course, Johnny's world superbike champion, you go, well, of course he's up there, but I don't think Johnny's ever been as high as, as he is now. If I look at the best riders in the world, who are your top three? Well, Mark Marquez. Marquez is number one, and a clear number one to most people in the industry. Even with his injury, we all hope he comes back, you know, relatively fit. Of course but we do. Who's number two? It's a good question. You know, who's, who's number two? Well, I'm going to say Johnny Ray's in that fight for number two and, it, and I'll, I'm never going to be able to it. prove it or, no. or otherwise but I, I'm convinced of it I'm convinced mm. of what he does and just to I've got a bit of time to ride on the absolute limit and not make mistakes which Johnny doesn't or very rarely does he crashed it in race one at the start of the year in Phillip Island having been punted off the track and he was trying to do one of those heroic rides Mark Marcus. and it, yeah he was sort of Johnny was sort of taking the piss and actually it bit him he went down fair enough but apart from that, think of the number of times you've watched Johnny battle for the lead in the championship or in any of the races and he crashes. He just doesn't. And he's really good in tricky conditions. He's good under maximum pressure. He's good for a lap. He's good at, good at starts. He's incredibly aggressive. He's, you know, like, why is Mark Marquez so good? Well, if you're building a robot, this my, I've said this many times, everything you program into building this super motorcycle robot racer Marquez has got. Mm -hmm. Well, so has Johnny Ray. Yeah. Well, the, the, I will come back on that to talk about others in it. He's being pushed. Uh, people mm. are forcing him to move to that next level, you know. You the Ducati is a better motorcycle. Yeah. 
clear. They, they are the facts. Mm. And like it or not, the Ducati is the best superbike at the moment and Johnny Ray is the best rider. That, that's, and because the beauty is because the bike's better at the moment than the Kawasaki, it's meaning Johnny has to ride over his limit. Yeah. And it's a beauty. Beautiful to watch, isn't it? Quick, quick word though on uh, Rinaldi. Yeah. Impressed by him. Okay, a circuit where we know the Ducati does work. No, but bloody impressive. Yeah. Especially when you To beat Scott where, Redding, yeah. you know, with Scott's experience, he's a relatively young Italian yeah. that we don't know that much about. Did, you know. Was it was it Chaz who called him the annoying little brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that. he's gonna be annoying for Chaz because unfortunately he's gonna take Chaz's looks ride like off him. It, isn't it? And Chaz is riding really well. Yeah. You know. He just can't qualify as well. So, so yeah, it's uh, Superbikes is great at the moment. I think loving so. It. I think so. Uh, that's five minutes, right up there, right on cue. Well done, Neil Hudson on that one. Right, uh, number two in this one uh, is a big talking point at the moment. Uh, Jorge Martin is missing out on the San Marino Grand Prix because of coronavirus. He's tested positive. Mm. So I'm going to start on that. Uh, it is the biggest talking point, bar one, at this moment in time, uh, which you might be able to guess. Um, it is disastrous mm. for, for Jorge isn't it absolutely yeah. disastrous it might not be terminal in terms of his championship mm. the way that championship is so up and down at the moment I mean his first race he was up there at the front and dropped back out of the points you know it, it's and he's been able to come right back he's within touching distance of the of the leader in Luca Marini yeah. Marie, Luca Marini was seventh in the last race yeah, he's been three in, tenths ahead of yeah. Jake Dixon Nobody's showing the consistency mm. that we've seen in, in Moto2 in, in recent years. But I, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a big shock, isn't it, to everyone when we talked before about how well everything has been organised and they're doing all this testing. Um, but he hasn't been allowed in the paddock and it's the right thing that he's not around. He's going to have to have another test, show he's negative, I think a couple of times before he can come back in, into the paddock for Misano too. Um, but it, it does show you how... This coronavirus mm. has conditioned this championship in so many ways. One thing I'd thought about, and I'd thought about this right at the start, obviously it's a weird year, you mm. know, and we're all grateful we've got a championship, but it's a decent championship because it's 15 rounds. Yeah, well, in, in Moto2, it will be 15 rounds. 15 rounds. Because you get Qatar exactly. as well. So, because of how tricky it I is... I mean, with in 2002, that was the championship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so not, not that long ago. Not, not really. So, um... With the fact that, obviously, coronavirus is here, obviously, it's a pain in the arse. What about having a system where you could drop one, one round? Because just in case, because you'd be unlucky. Obviously, we know some, one person in the world has caught it twice. You sort of can't catch it twice. So at least if you've caught it, it gives it, And that's the leveller. Because, obviously, if you've not caught it, you can, you can drop your worst race. So if you've crashed it in a race, like normally, I'm not a fan. A championship is a championship, mm. right? So if it's a 12-round championship, whatever the number is, it's pretty simple. You mean it? just for this year or in the future? For this I mean, just for this year. There'll be historians and statisticians coming back at me. I'm looking at you, Dr. Martin Reigns, that will say the first world championships were decided like that. There were only 
five or six rounds of the championship and it'd be choose your best three. I think uh, Les Graham, the, the first winner of the championship back in 1949, actually had some poor results that, that yeah, year. Right. Harold Daniel won the first race and the, Nello Pagani was in there, but it was the fact that he could pick his first so three, or four, yeah. three or four races out of that year and you picked your best three or four. Yeah. And that was the, the system for the first 10 years of the championship, probably yeah. into Jeff Duke's era pretty but, much. But do you not think that it just then negates what we were going to experience yeah. because potentially Jorge Martin, who is my favourite for the title. But, but then again, then again, I'll, I'll do the flip side. The, the rumour is, haven't been able to corroborate, but I have it on very good uh, source, that he went to Ibiza. He went out to Ibiza with his girlfriend. His girlfriend isn't well, so we do wish her very well. Jorge is asymptomatic. But he went out to Ibiza. I'm not saying Ibiza is a hotbed or anything like that, but... They'll have been out there, they've been going out, they've been going out for dinner, that kind of thing. In, instead of, and I'm sure there'll be other riders who have stayed at home. But still, you could go to Tesco's tomorrow. You could. I, I don't go to Tesco. Oh, sorry. Too expensive. Lidl. Whatever floats your boat, Gav. So you're there, you're queuing up to get into Lidl. Yeah. <laughs> fighting, up, you, fighting. That's what you're always fighting. Fighting your way into Lidl. Lidl for a cheap cucumber. Yeah. You know. I don't know what you're buying, Little. No, actually, Little's alright. Did he do real cheap wine? Oh, of course, yeah. here he is. Um, cheap wine. Uh, <laughs> £4 something for this lovely French bottle. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but, and you pick up a basket and you've got coronavirus. We know how easy it is. It's bloody easy to pick it up. It is. So. I, and again, I'm not criticising him for no. that. Or do I think doing, but they should, that's what they should do. I wonder, what, is it too late now? Because, for example... Yeah. For example... You've got to go in with the goalposts at a certain... For example, all of a sudden, then, the next round, five of the MotoGP riders get it. Ten of the MotoGP riders get it. You just don't know. Mm. You don't know. I mean, they do all mix in Andorra, and I, I yeah, actually spoke to Carlos Spargo about it, and they're all mates, and they all hang out. Yeah. You know, up in Andorra, quite a lot of them, and Jorge's one of the hubs. He's a popular kid. Uh, looks like he's going to move to Ducati next year. The, the talk is that deal's done. Yeah, Pramac. Uh, for him to get on the Pramac bike uh, next year. That's uh, a great decision. It's a great choice. Mm. If you can hear the beeps, by the way, in the background, I will point out, not to ruin Jorge Martins, we're in Triumph Factory. We're in the visitor centre, but the factory is... Below us. Yeah, underneath where we are. And at the back, just so here. The building so bikes. you can hear them building. They're obviously feverish activity. That's our five minutes done yeah. on Jorge Martin. Um, but we do wish him well. That is the main yeah, thing. Yeah, and well, hope, he's, hope he's back because. Well, he's, the question is because he's going to have to get a test before next weekend. If it's still obviously there in his system, that's it. He probably could won't lose, be. Yeah. Could lose two weekends. And if he loses two weekends, you're done, aren't you? Like you're going to win the championship then. You wouldn't have thought so, would you? But you never know. It's such a funny year. Stop talking about it. Five minutes is up. Yeah, five minutes now on our top talking point that we've seen this week on social media in the world of motorcycle Jordan racing. breaking both her ankles. What about that, eh? Who? An absolute idiot she is. Who? Jordan. Is this 1997? No, she's still in the news. Really? In the ankles. nude? In the nude. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not that. It is not. Oh. Was she riding a motorcycle? When she no, there? no, she jumped off a wall. On a motorcycle? No, she was on holiday. She, she jumped was doing off a, a wall. trial. She, she was doing full Dougie Lampkin. She, she jumped off a wall, but she didn't look what was on the other side. <laughs> it was a mouse oh, drop. Oh, God. Well, I hope she's I'm right not right laughing. Now. I'm not laughing. Well, you were. Yeah, a little bit. She's not. Uh, right, so no, our um, top five topic, our top one topic of five, our top topic uh, is Valentino Rossi is uh, retiring, retiring and he's being replaced by Dovi. Yeah. It's a fact. No, it's going to happen. I, well, I saw it 
on, on social on, media. On, you saw it on everywhere. Everyone was saying this rumor came about. Who now, started? You'll know who started it. Uh, so it was a Is French, it the Italians? French, no, French journalist Remy Tissier, and actually. Uh, where he started. Is that I'm the agency sure. commentator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I like you all know Remy. Yeah. He did Eurosport for many, many yeah, years nice in plot. MotoGP. Um, he put up something about a legend retiring this weekend, and we think he was talking about Marco Melandri, because Marco said goodbye to Barney Ducati. And that caused this avalanche of other people saying, oh, 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 uh, and that Dovi was speaking to them, and they were going to put Dovi. And you were crying for a full night, weren't you? <laughs> but I, I will say, look, we've spoken to everyone involved in this. Lynn Jarvis, Razlan Razali, who's a boss. Valentino Rossi, he's staying. 99%. Why is he signed this bloody contract then? So lawyers, it's all in lawyers. We, we actually had Lynn Jarvis say, us, say to us, it's clear all about lawyers. But So off the back of it though, if we think he's staying there, what's Dovi doing? This is all tied into yeah. the same story. What yeah. on earth is going on with Andrea De Vizioso? I spoke to him here uh, in Misano, you know, spoke to him yesterday remotely. And he tells me that, no, nothing sorted, but he's not concerned, he's all right, just focusing on how things are, yeah, chilled out. Makes no sense, does it, all that? So, so he's had offers from every manufacturer, every manufacturer to be a test rider. Because That's be, not be, where he should be. No, but because there's no seats available, so he can't, he can't just sign So a lot Honda, of people then were saying, oh, KTM are going to kick out Petrucci uh, and whatever. I do not see that happening. No. Just because KTM it looked, would look awful. No, there's it? no reason just, to do that. You've signed a deal. Yeah, yeah. there's no reason. Oh, we've seen it happen. Ducati have done it. Carol yeah. Abraham last year. Yeah. Zoran Zarco's They wouldn't in. do that. So, so he's been offered all these test rides, obviously as a holding, Yeah. you know, like a holding pattern. Keep you for the year after. Exactly. But, but it's not the year after, is it? Because people that have signed two have signed two-year deals. Well, there'll be some so that are one plus ones. Right, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. So then there's a question mark, you know, who's going to have the factory Ducati ride? Could it still be Dovi, or will it be Zarko or Banyaya? It's Zarko or Banyaya, definitely. Who would you go for? Banyaya. Future. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Future. And I think Zarko could still fit in and do a job Zarko's just a fraction too old, isn't he? Yeah. He's over, Yeah, he's 30-ish, isn't he, around there, so yeah. I don't know if he... I just think there's something special about Joan Zarco. Oh, he's no. A, he's a, I rate Zarco, but I'd still go Banyaya. And some people will say he's had his factory opportunity at KTM and all that, but... Um, what were we saying? Dovi. Brilliant, yeah, surely. So, yeah, so, so what he said this week, which tells me he's definitely not going to Aprilia. We don't think he's going to Aprilia, no. but he said, um, if I race, I'm, I'm not racing just for the sake of racing, which instantly you just go, well, that's Aprilia out the window. Is because it, well, it is. It is. Aprilia have done nothing in MotoGP. They've got ever concessions. Are the only team with concessions ever? So it's not like no, but you've but just never KTM known. in MotoGP. D- different animal. I'm just saying. Different I'm animal. Being your devil's advocate. Different animal altogether. KTM have always been whatever they've whatever championship they've gone into. They've gone in to win, and they have done. And they did that, obviously, all through the off-road series. But Aprilia have won in World Superbike, they've won in 250s, 125. Yeah, but, but they've been in MotoGP for a lot of years. Yeah, and, and win 500s and it never yeah, clicked. and never. With the twin, For whatever with reason. For whatever reason, it's never worked, has it? So, so, so still. So Dovi's not going there, yeah. He's not going to be a right, test okay. rider. He could be world so, champion. He's my world champion this yeah, year. Yeah. He's not going to be a test rider. 50 quid, eh? Bloody hell, you're going you're gonna to be I'll sweating what, when you hand that over. I'll tell you what, it's going to be such a bad weekend. Now. Right, so... I think he's retiring, so that's it. Done. You know what I mean? I don't think he's. Gonna, well, he might do a bit of test riding, but I think he, he's reti- going to retire. He's 34 years old. He was uh, 20 years ago. No, so it's not 20 years ago. 
16 years ago, it was the, the 125cc world champion. He's done, what I like about Dovey is, how long have we got? He's a normal bloke, right? He's like the guy that you live next door to. He'll have ni- a nice life after racing. He lives next door to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean by that is, he's just a normal bloke who, who's got kids, got a lovely wife, and he'll just move on to just having a normal life and enjoy himself. And he'll probably do stuff in the industry, he might do some test riding, but he's not like one of these people that he, he will need to race. I just know it. You know what he's like. Yeah, you've got experience from being a rider and... Uh, I'm retiring. Being and, that sort of person who needs yeah. to be loved. He doesn't need to be loved. Yeah, true. <laughs> so he's going to work for BT Sport. <laughs> he's going to take my job off me. In fact, I need to get my ride sorted out ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. That's our uh, top five in five. I hope you've enjoyed it. We have still got any other business, though. Anything else you want to get BSP. off BSP. All right, yeah. Bloody love We didn't it. even get a chance to get a BSB. What is it, eight winners in nine races? God, I tell you what. And two for Kyle Ride? Where's that come from? On a Suzuki, riding for Stuart um, Hicken's team. Where did that, I mean... Brilliant, I love it. Oh my way. God, we all love it. We've, we've, I just love I BSB. I know, I've rated Kyle Ride since he was in the rookies years ago, and it just never clicked. For whatever reason, I don't know, I've... I, I, remember Carl when he was a kid I haven't been involved in the British paddock but I speak to people all the mm. time and it's always been a case of the kids got a lot of talent got a everybody bag falls yeah, of talent yeah, yeah. everyone wants to, to be but there was just that click of application mm. that, and, yeah. and hopefully that happens now because he's still young yeah he's 23 exactly he's been around <laughs> ridiculous forever he's been around for 10 years but he's never been slow but he's made some probably Bad career choices, and it's but that's racing. You, yeah. Everything's in hindsight. You look back and you go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But but all that matters is he's 23 years old and he's fast now, and he's won two British Superbike races in style, like look com- look comfortable. I love. There's nothing I like better than on a on a weekend off because we're all addicted to this sport. Is sitting on my bed, my girlfriend's downstairs watching the big TV. You know what I mean? She can do you whatever. On the black and white. I'm on the black and portable. <laughs> But I'm, I'm in the bedroom and I've got BSB on because it's all action. I tell you what, you wouldn't, I would not want to race BSB right now. It reminds me of Moto3 a little bit. Yeah. The, the, it's on on thousands. The, the rules are, there are no rules. Yeah. You know, it and it's every man for himself. You show a little bit of weakness in, in uh, BSB at the moment and somebody will dive bomb you. It's that. It's, you usually had your own. Who I love watching. And Glenn, I love. I, yeah. I, I love I'd hate to race in Sierra Madrid. That's it, isn't it? But I love Super. watching them. It's great value. Yeah. And what's it's that um, that mental approach? Pass or be passed. That's BSB. The next corner. Yeah. You have to try and pass the guy in front of you. If you don't, the guy behind you is going to pass. Three. Yeah, it's more free. It's uh, no superb. Can't get enough of it, really. I'm, I'm excited for the next round, which is what track is the next round? They've got they've got a weekend this weekend off. Where are they at? Oh, Alton Park, Alton, oh my yeah. God, and that's the beauty as well of BSB. Oh, actually, no, I've got a bit nervous now, thinking, God, you know what I mean? Because it's sketchy around there. It's a great track, is Alton, but um, it's a narrow track, so, oh, God. Yeah, I want to have a quick, my only business is uh, Andrea Locatelli. Yeah. Just the job that he's, he's doing in, in World Supersport. Stunning. What it highlights is that World Supersport is not a strong... It's it not used a, to be so it's strong. It's not a feeder class, is it? No. In the same way. No. That, that's, that's what I yeah. thought of uh, almost Locatelli was shouldn't... Locatelli was a good Moto3 rider and a good Moto2 rider, but he wasn't a great one. No. He was floating just inside 10th, 11th, 7th, 14th in Moto2. Moto3 was a bit... 
better. Closer towards the front. But then to, to jump into World Super Sport, to win every race and just take the pace, really. I mean, yeah, it looks yeah, a different yeah. level, doesn't he? Yeah. Sort of tells me that he's a much better rider than the people he's riding against. I know that's data obviously, so it's not how it works. That's but point what, get, yeah. what, what I'm doing is it highlights how tough Moto2 is yeah. and how Moto, uh, sorry, World Super Sport is not quite like it used to be. In the olden days when Wit used to race in it and there used to be all the factory teams and, you know what I mean? Literally, yeah, there were 20 good riders in, well, well probably it, 30 good riders even in Even into uh, the 2000s all the way yeah. through there and you see your Cals and your... Yeah, your everybody who's Johnny Ray and, and everyone yeah, who's gone Andrew through. Pitt and all, yeah. well, a lot of people, yeah, people who've done that over the years and, uh, yeah. But uh, that is all we've got time for because we are on air in about 10 minutes. About 10 minutes, yeah. <laughs> this is brilliant. Uh, so uh, we hope you've enjoyed our top five in five from here at the Triumph. Retweet it experience. and there's a chance to win some Triumph goodies. Yeah, hashtag top five in five, yeah. retweeting this episode. And remember, the main thing is you were witnesses to the big bet when I take 50 big pounds bet Lynch. off. Lancashire lad taking it off a Yorkshireman we will film it honestly it'll be amazing obviously if it's the other way around we'll be beautiful film it. with all the moths coming out yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never seen it have you I don't Seriously? have one no well you don't do you I don't have a wallet no no contactless never bought me a beer why would you right we will get back to Cause, work because you won't come to Weatherspoons with me you're going to your hoity-toity wine bars shut up love you man see you later oh shit it didn't record <laughs>